You're listening to the Spandex Power Armor Podcast. More excitement than a firecracker in a nursing home. Hello and welcome to the Spandex Power Armor Podcast. I'm your host, Carmen Ranger, and with me as always is Hypnopotamus Rex. Rex, Hi there. glad to have you. I'm glad to be here, especially since this is my room, you cow. <laughs> it's my room now, boyo. Ah. Anyway, this is the Spandex Power Armor Podcast, as All mentioned right. at least twice so far. Hey. We are currently looking into tokusatsu, which is the Japanese art of executing wayward stuntmen, and <laughs> is also some sort of uh, genre in film and television. Is that not right? Yes, indeed. I'm fairly certain that being a suit actor is a form of sentencing. You can be sentenced to being a suit actor. It's like either that or prison or community service. Very few people choose being a suit actor. Oh, yes, definitely. You're pretty much rendered blind. Well, and then it's you have pretty to... much a life sentence. <laughs> you have to do backflips while people throw fireworks at you. You have to be Japanese to take this. Or Russian. Mm. Oh, did you see the uh, the clip of the uh, Geki Ranger live show? I think it was Geki oh, Ranger, yes, where he does a backflip, and I think he broke his back. Because, I mean, <laughs> it literally ends with him dragging himself off stage and his legs are not moving. I Imagine mean... if he got fired shortly after that and he couldn't provide it for his family. <laughs> Man, the Japanese are tough. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a make or break it world out there. Oh, definitely. Anyway, the two of us have essentially been obsessed with Tokusatsu ever since one fateful day when we became friends. I... Oh, no. Don't remind me. <laughs> oh, it was a good time. For you, maybe. Ah, true. For, for me, that was the day my life was ruined forever. Ah, yes. This, this purgatory is your making. The day we were consumed by our lovely obsession with the gods Godzilla franchise, and then that later yeah, bloomed. Consume is the right word. It has taken over every aspect of our lives to the point where we're making a podcast about it. Yes, and later bloomed into stuff like Ultraman, Sentai, Kamen Rider, and uh, other things. Basically anything in which a person is wearing a tight rubber suit, we're into it. Don't judge us. Until we release our adult podcast, the Latex Power Armor Cast. <laughs> <laughs> So, what's first on our agenda, Rex? Well, Ranger Pants, we've been trying to catch up on Kamen Rider XA together. Trying um, and failing. It, ah, is, yes. uh, it is hard going. Uh, it is a chore. Ah, so you can tell Mr. Ranger does not particularly like it. We've currently got up to about episode 7, mm. and a lot of our standards by which we judge <laughs> a series is how well the plot proceeds after 5 episodes. Well, after the, um... See, my general rule of thumb is at least 3 episodes. I mean, with this one, it's a little longer because there are more characters to introduce. But the way I judge it, after about the 3rd episode, first 2 to set up the premise and the characters, 3rd one to act as like a buffer, then after that, things kind of go on. That's my personal rule of thumb. Yeah. And yeah. We're on episode seven with Xade, and even giving it the allowance allowance of like five episodes, it is abysmal. I would say. Uh, I'd say currently the pacing is it's it's worse than Wizard. At least in again again Wizard's plot ended after three episodes, and it was all filler until Beast came along. But... Well, I mean, pacing isn't the issue I have with it. I mean, in Tokusatsu, pacing is not something you watch it for because there are always peaks and troughs, and it's mostly troughs. Ah, true. But with this, there's not even any interesting overarching plot to discover. It's just a bunch of doctors that we can't like trying to save patients that are unrelated to each other aside from the malady they have. And two villains are kind of in the background not really doing much of anything. You see, even compared to, say, Wizard, which in my opinion was quite bad, at least you understood what the villains were doing. Hmm. Like with the Vugster, it's like, oh, we just want to take over the world, which is very... I mean, even in Drive, they were saying, oh, we're taking over the world, but here's the superiority stuff, and later on well, yeah, they I revealed mean, more of the backing. Boring aim, interesting characters, interesting way of going about it. In Wizard, it was the, something cool. I mean, the aim of the villains 
Americans isn't as important because you know they're never going to achieve it as long as how they're doing it and who they are is engaging. Wizard was interesting. The Phantoms were just trying to reproduce by yeah. making people depressed. <laughs> then again, that's how I tend to pull. <laughs> Hey, yeah. baby, do you like low self-esteem and low motivations? I'm your guy. I got memes, kid. <laughs> I sure hope you like memes. I can't remember who was it who said it, but uh, it, it plays into my dissatisfaction with X-Aid. It's that uh, villains are the instigators of change, whereas heroes are the defenders of um, the status quo. So when we have villains who aren't really doing much of anything, yeah, there's not much and of- heroes who, that by that definition, and through what they're doing in X-Aid aren't being very proactive. It's not like they're rooting out the source of these villains at all. They're just taking them as they come, which is fine for, like, the odd filler episode between arcs, but not for the main body of the show, which is what it seems like. I mean, we're not finished with it yet, and we're still going to watch it. It's sort of the flawed Gene Roddenberry style. There is no (laughs) one to start the disequilibrium that causes people to do things. Yeah. Like in Kamen Rider O's, there was, hey, there's the greed stuff's messing up. Guys, we gotta do something. Whereas this, it's just, okay, there's this disease going around. We're sort of encountering this guy every now and then like uh, mentioning Roddenberry because in his original drafts for Star Trek they just did bugger all they yeah. just floated around in space I don't think there was as much alien sex either <laughs> damn it but uh, it's it's interesting that you bring up the greed because the greed are what I like to hold to like they're like the standard of the uh, the Neo Heisei villains I mean I'm sure there are on paper better ones but I just really like how they went about characterising them in this show because they had a lot of screen time to together to themselves fleshing out what their deal is. You know, like, Gamel is a huge man-child. He likes sweets. He builds forts. Uh, Mezul likes to mummy him a bit and stuff like that. Kazali is... Kazali. Uva is... Uva had the best um, oh, yeah. characterization. He was in very it. rash in he the beginning went, of the series. But then, then he went, smartened. Yeah, because he started hoarding um, cell medals rather than core medals because he didn't have many. So that's good. But with x I, even in like the first couple of episodes, the um, the greed had great moments together with these guys like Graphite and what uh, are the others called? Like the I don't know. There's some. There's Dan. Dan the CEO. Yeah. And other dude. Yeah, he dresses like a, a '90s hacker. Yes. Um, actually, a cartoon '90s that's, hacker. That, that's most of the Tokusatsu bad boys dressed like that. And yeah, some... look at the enter. <laughs> you know, you got oh. the trench coat, got the goggles going on there. Yes. See, I love how he can put like an SD card with like a wire taped to it on anything and hack into it. Oh, yeah. Like put on like a didn't he put on like a syringe in one of the earlier he episodes? He put it on everything. Yeah, engaging hacking sequence. Syringe hacked. I do, however, like the progress they make in episode 7, where essentially they force Laser to make everyone think he's lying. And that is good. It's a sign of actual villain development. And I have been watching a bit oh, ahead. Oh, God, you mean as... they're actually, they're actually, they actually did something? <gasps> well, you know, we both know what happened to Kiria. And uh, yeah. there's oh, definitely yeah. some development going on, but we're just hoping that it speeds up a lot better. But Normally... It's fine that something's going on, but... Shouldn't that be happening to the main character and not his bike? Yeah, I have no now, idea how... now he's got a bike. He doesn't have to depend on another person yeah, or get the strange... Yeah, but his bike looks like the corpse of his dead friend. And at least there aren't the strange homoerotic overtones. It's replaced with a bit of mild necrophilia. Mild necrophilia? Mild necrophilia. I'd say it's more than mild, homie. It's sad that the most interesting character so far is the bike. And he's not even that interesting. It's just he had a, a decent moment at the end of one of the episodes. That's it, and that's why I'm disappointed in X-Aid. I mean, that and the suit. 
the suits oh, are... We're we talking about the suits now. Yeah, we're talking about the suits now. <laughs> oh, man, let's pull this up. Firstly, oh, boy. The, our favourite... Well, not so much favourite ranger really, really hates Rex, loves it, because it's grown on him. It's yeah. uh, it's it's the level one... It's the gremlin form. It's Gremlin Diva the series. Oh, I mean, look at him. Look, he's got that ski mask kind of thing, and he's got the little hair, and... Got I, the, I yeah. hate it. I just it? well so much. I mean, for the for one thing, the only things it has in common with its level two form are the hair, the face, the chest plate, and the belt. The arms and legs are completely different. That really grates on me. I don't know why, and it's not the most important thing. But just looking, but I mean, let me just click between them. Let's go. We've got level one here. Yeah. We've got level two. Where are the similarities beside the belt, chest, and face? And even that's then the, all you need. Well, even then, the face is a completely different proportion. The level two face is a lot longer. Level one face is more it's chibi, and level two also has a neck. <laughs> it actually has articulation. Ah, true, but ah, it, it's not quite fitting for a rider thing. But they're going in a different well, not direction. Not fitting at all. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't mind them going in a different direction. But when I th- when I think of a rider going in a different direction, I think of drive. Ah, not true. This. The very garish, overly decorated hmm. thing that does look kind of cool. That oh yeah, it looks cool. And it looks it has more in common with what I'd associate with a rider than this. This. I'd be much more open to it if it was its own show. Ah, I mean, true. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be open to it. I'd be like, yeah, okay, fine, it's video game themed. Yeah, I'm open. Yeah, lay it on me. But we're giving this as Carmen Rider. Now, let's not forget, Carmen Rider started out as a karate bug man, and it, now we've got Japan. This yeah. is Japan. Oh yeah, I mean, Japan evolved into something terrifying. My only problem with this is that he doesn't have bug eyes. I mean, you can kind of see what they're going for, but it's anime eyes, not bug eyes. There's, you don't even have like the usual kind of compound thing they're doing. Oh all man, of them. let's uh, let's talk about this thing on the suit. Okay, firstly, we've decided he is wearing an old timey Victorian swimsuit. Oh, absolutely. I mean, know? come on, look at this baby. Yeah, you got like the uh, the kind of short uh, shirt kind of combo thing. You know how they had like uh, it's like a short sleeved, short legged thing, but it was still like an all in one thing. Then he's wearing a diving suit underneath it. Yeah, that's. What it looked like, and then and then for the feet, he's got Adidas. No, 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 he's no, a Slav. No, that's not what it is. Ah. Do you remember those weird plastic sandals kids would wear? Oh, like, like those the, weird, those little with, jelly with, shoes. Yeah, with the kind of glittery was, rubber. Was, that's what I. Can, ah. That's what I think of every see, I'm time thinking, I see I'm him. thinking nineties high tops. He's like a. He's a vaporwave Slav. Uh, no, just <laughs> just no. vaporwave Slav. Come on. And when I when I look ah. at these riders, all I see is. A designer who hasn't touched video games since the SNES. <laughs> Hello, how do you do, fellow kids? <laughs> Seriously, I mean, look at the chest plate. The chest plates are clearly themed after the SNES controller. But the Japanese aren't great when it comes to advances and games. Well, They're the ones who make these things. I know, but I'm Sony just... is Japanese. Nintendo is Japanese. They make these things. I'm just they upset about the lack of quality PC ports. I mean, seriously, <laughs> these guys have never heard of anti-aliasing. When you see it at the end of the Comrade Rex, I think you've got a little like fake video game thing. What the hell is anti-aliasing? No, we don't want smooth things. We want jagged-ass buildings. It looks like a DS game, an early DS game. Everything's an early DS game in Japan. Ooh. Graphically, but then again, they want to spend less time focusing on graphics, more time on convoluted plots. But who am I to Hello, Kingdom Hearts. See, one of my favorite parts of this is it's entirely impractical. Why is there a health bar on the chest? Why yeah, would you he... let your enemy see you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, great, one more punch and I'll kill him. Come on, I'd have liked it if they had like a uh, 
like a point of view shot ah. where it had like a video game heads up display thing. That would have been so cool. Yeah, right. That would have oh, been good. What if it were like, like different for every ride? Like you get uh, hearts exa- for like, X Aid. Yeah, mm. like depending on the games they're part of. So like you'd have uh, X Aid is based on like a eighties nineties yeah. platformer. So you'd have like the health bar on the top there, that kind of thing. Or for like for snipe, you'd have like ammo. Uh, or like when he gets hit you know how like in um... just red jam on the yeah, screen exactly. and it flashes no no I mean like those little red um, kind of oh, like... fades that come in from the side you're being oh, shot from oh yes those hit scan marks yeah those things Yeah, that would be interesting but then again it would require someone on x to have any good ideas they're not allowed near things that aren't neon coloured yeah. I just find the name for Snipes game like bang bang shooting who calls something bang bang shooting the Japanese it sounds like I, a... I love the Japanese titles for things like in the Showa um, shows I've been watching some of the Japanese Transformers shows and the full title for one of them kind of brings up exactly what I love about Japanese titles like it's Super Robot Lifeform Transformers Super God Master Force like oh, they've got like the, re- like the really long titles like like, um, terrifying child nightmares, fight super sentai robot man thing. You know, that's what that's what I mean. Like it's it's sort of the way the Germans combine yes, things. Like they can make that into a single word. The Germans can combine <laughs> like that and just make something that takes an hour to pronounce. You know what I mean, though, right? Like they have like this weird. Like they'll have the title and then have like a subtitle for it, it telling the so heroes good. to fight on. It's just no, yeah. The first the your main title is just fight super burning fire of love and desire. Actually, that is like a Europe. I mean, yeah, let's make Eurobeat. That would be a really good band name. Fight Super Burning Heart of Love. Fight Super Burning Heart of Love. <laughs> FSBHOL. <laughs> we are Fizzpaw. Oh, yeah, I mean, we're getting off track, but you know what I mean about the Japanese titles, right? I know. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's crazy, great, it's, but it's fun. It's clunky as all hell. I find it because I love when they try and make it into English. Mm. They're doing it stylishly. It's like how we have Japanese stuff I on like t shirts. I like it when they point out the English in the series. I was watching um, an episode of Orb a while ago. And there, according to the science patrol, there is something such a piparu. Ah, yes. But then the uh, the, the secondary characters, the girl who runs SSP, her mum turns up, and her mum turns out to be fluent in English, and it turns out that the girl who runs it is also fluent in English. So mum says, you know, you've been taught better than this. It's meant to be the people who search for something, not something search people. And that's really funny. It shows that the Japanese do know how it works they just don't care they just like how it sounds and i i, I like that i like that Aww. more than just kind of falling short because it's it's more endearing that way. oh that is cute anyway we've been yeah, distracted back, from the main cause because... back to me hating on x-aids no no no, no. Oh? we've got we've forgotten the main feature oh lay it on me x-aids mustache look at that oh. there's obviously an old-timey gentleman mustache combined yes, see, with a victorian swimsuit first, but like the gap between the weird ski goggles he's got going on and the faceplate He's got a little old handlebar moustache going on, like he like he waxes it with locally sourced hemp uh, wax. He's totally a hipster going on with that. I swear I've seen that on a cat once. Um, it's, yeah, probably. Yeah, the pauldrons themselves, it's just typical bike armour. It's quite bland, it's a bit BMXy. Also, we need Watch to... How do feel about how they flare out, though? I don't know, I mean, they don't flop about as bad as Cougar Let's did. not talk about flopping, because then we are coming to the next point. Commonly used by Kamen Rider Gem, and also used by x we've oh, got no. Shakariki Sports. Harakiri Sports? Harakiri Sports. They're just literally wearing a it, BMX on his side. It's like someone just dropped a bike and his head went through the A-frame and he just can't be bothered to take it off. I want to be going, guys. 
Seriously, it looks like a really crappy Lockseed. BMX arms. You know what I mean? It's the BMX Bandit Lockseed. Where's Angel Summon? <laughs> <laughs> One summons angels, the other rides a BMX. That is a horrible superpower. <laughs> so next up we have level five. And we haven't... Oh, wait. Yeah, we're yeah, talking yeah. about Hunter level Action five. Gamer level five. We haven't, kinda cool. we haven't gotten to that le- ne- yet in the show. But you know, going based on appearances, I've it's, seen a few clips. At this point, I'm just kind of desensitized to how much I hate it, so it's I can't a, really. It's I can't a bright really... coloured neon rave of happiness and joy. It's like, yeah, we got fighting and stuff. I it's... have none of those things in my life. You just need to let that thing. You know that part of your brain, the one like, that makes things happy. The whole brain. I cut it out. Just let that part of your brain out, and then everything is bright and pretty. <laughs> so you're talking about a lobotomy? It's like the uh, lobotomize the, yourself. The TV version of having a lobotomy. Yeah, I can believe that. <laughs> My favourite uh, form for this just has to be Maximum Gamer Level 99. I mean, Emoji. seriously, he goes full diva. He's wearing himself. Nerf this. I mean, look, look, nerf this. Seriously, the guy's wearing his face on his front. Man alive, though, what is the point? I mean, don't get me wrong, I am not opposed to insane, balls-to-the-wall, over-the-topness. I mean, I like Gurren Lagann, I like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, I'm open to this kind of thing. But I just don't get it with this. I mean... You just gotta lighten up, friendo. I am, I'm plenty light. It's, it's just that it's not big enough to justify it looking that big. What know? do you mean? I'm gonna, I'm, I want to like wear, the, I wanna wear that suit to a first date. Fancy restaurant, <laughs> punch my way through the door, and if she doesn't like it, she's definitely not the one. A similar size to the, uh, what, what was that melon mech from oh, Gaim Oh, yeah, that. That was a decent size. Watermelon Hulkbuster. Yeah, this is just a little, like, like, Three sizes too big? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's like those hip-hop artists you see <laughs> that are wearing massive t-shirts. Yeah, pretty much. At this point, I'm pretty much committed to hating x so ah. I'm never going to admit any good thing about it. Apart from the effects in the first couple of episodes. Oh, yes. We no. love the um, mm, rotoscope-style effects. Yes, and I'm, I'm talking specifically about Brave's explosions in the second episode, ah, where yes. they look all pixelated, and I love that. I mean, if you're going to do a video game-themed series, you've got to lean right into that curve, man. I mean, just go full on. It's definitely tasty. The special effects, I do love. The effects are like the finishing moves. We've got like those neon bright colours kind of jacking around the screen. They remind me a lot of how the old rotoscoping looked like. Not in the colour choices or like the shapes of them, but in how starkly they contrast with what we're looking at. Oh, definitely. Because in the previous shows, they've tried to make the uh, special effects like that look a bit more integrated. These ones don't don't really care. And I, yeah, I like that. It fits in well with the theme x is trying to go for. Don't worry, it's the guys. only thing that does fit in well with it, though, unfortunately. Don't worry. I still like it. I, I hate everything. Uh, at least at least we're not talking about ghosts. At least we're past ghosts. But anyway, we before, both hate that. before the bile rises and Common Ranger decides to strangle me to death after mentioning <laughs> ghosts, we'll move on to something that has us both excited. It is Uchu Sentai Q-Ranger. Oh, yes, I am hype as hell for that. Just give me some Space Rangers. That's right, we've finally got a proper space-themed Sentai, mm. and it is so different compared to the previous one. It is definitely something. I am on board with this. I love the direction they're taking it in, because I think I read somewhere that they're trying to take Sentai in a different direction from Q-Ranger onwards. I mean, it really shows, because they've got uh, Bandai of America involved in the oh, writing yeah. process, I think. I'm thinking they're definitely going to try and do something with the Power Rangers version. With this kind of level of integration, I mean, Bandai of America and Bandai of Japan are, of course, the same company, but they don't... Bandai of America usually just kind of picks up the scraps and kind of remoulds things and just kind of parcels them off to Saban. Mm. With this, 
I'm I'm interested. I'd like to see what they can make together. I'm loving the semi-show vibe going on with things. Yes, I don't know what it is. The ranges are physically different. There's something about the helmets, the visors, because mm. there's no white outline or anything. It's just black and then that colour. Some for some reason it reminds me a bit of Bioman. Don't know what it is. Just it's giving me a bit of a Bioman mm. theme. I feel going on there. The differences in costume are definitely great. You got black yes. as a great big guy, blue as a furry. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's going to be hell to act in. Imagine getting that thing wet. Oh man. Oh yeah, because they'll be rolling around and they're bound to get that wet in one episode at least. But it definitely seems very cool. Yeah, I mean, they've got it's... gold having this kind oh, of weird man. C-3PO thing going on Libra. there. Libra, Libra uh, C-3PO. Silver's got scales, pink's got wings, orange is a tail. Uh, go- uh, green and yellow are a little bit more disappointing. Yellow's just got a horn coming out of his visor and... You can't get too close to him to talk. Like, <laughs> ah, my brain. And green has these weird kind of chunly ox horn things going on there. And red is not too generic. He still looks good. He's definitely passing off the whole... It looks very mm. red looks space like marine. kind of Yeah, red looks like the base form kind of standard for them. And the others kind of look like they're doing their own thing based on his base look. And uh, then we've got the... Uh, well, the gimmick is definitely something it's like with the spheres and stuff yeah. going into the mechs. Yeah. I'm glad it's not... At least not the stacking kind of thing we had in Shinkenja and mm. Zhuoja. Yes. I love Georgia. I love it a bit, but the mechs do let it down, unfortunately. Especially it's the default it's trying to get first to the old, one. It's trying to say, like, hey, remember Minecraft? That was <laughs> a few years ago. <laughs> That's still relevant, right, guys? The Japanese are always a bit behind when it comes to getting like on Western memes. behind us. I think next year they'll learn about Keyboard Cat. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, man. But, no, I, I'm on board with this. And I like how they've got, like, nine rangers straight off the bat. I know. Now it's just like, here's everything. Let's have them go nuts. Yeah, Ryder and Senta have been pretty business as usual for you know, the last decade almost, I guess. Oh, no, they. <laughs> but they've been kind of stuck in a rut because there's not. they've been going for like around 40 years each now. There is not much you can do after that. Yeah, they're just like, okay, guys, screw it, space. Screw yep. it, video games. But now I'm hopeful because of this kind of news that they're going in a new direction. I'm interested to see how they take this. Do you remember the um, uh, leaked fake yes. concept art for it? Mm, with uh, like a telescope band going across it. I mm. I wasn't sure if this was going to be it because the having the band going across the chest reminded me way too much of Ninja, which wasn't that uh, long ago. Yeah, see, the helmet was crossed between Bokenja and something yeah, sure. It looks very Bokenja, but not in... Not in like the faceplate to how it really looked, but how yeah. it feel. It looks very... The visor looked very sure. Mm. It looked a lot more kind of, not tactical, but you know what I mean, kind of like more yeah. functional because it's got those weird kind of lights on the side of it, stuff like that. I wonder if someone's ever made that just as a concept because that would be so cool. Mm. Yeah, well, well having lights shame. on the helmet. Yeah. Still yeah, they had it in turbo, Power Rangers turbo. No, still a shame it was kind of fake. Mm. I wouldn't have been miserable with it, but it wouldn't have been ideal. It, it does look very showy though. Yeah. Now, moving on to the current Sentai, Zhuoja. Yes. We are in love with this. Oh, I oh haven't uh, caught up with it that mm. much, but... Uh, it's good. KR here is... Uh, yeah, I'm calling you KR now. Deal with it. It is good, though. I love Zhuoja. That is... When I first watched it, I just had the biggest grin on my face for it the is whole so fun. episode. It was... It's after so, Ninja, yeah. which was a huge disappointment... Juoja was just it was like a little ray of sunshine going off mm. in my mind especially 
like I didn't think I could get happier with it, and then the ending theme played, yeah. and it is just I love it when they dance. Whereas Ninja was just so derivative when mm. uh, Ranger and I watched it together, we were just playing a game, pointing out which yes. Sentai it ripped off. We were just like, oh, it's just like Shinkenja. Oh, hey, that reminds me of Shinkenja. Oh, look, they're doing that thing they did in Kyoyuja. Yeah, and it, it was quite boring. Whereas in this, I know they're still keeping the same themes, oh, but yeah. it's just fun. I mean, it's the way animals it's aren't anything new. We've had oh, it yeah. since Sun Vulcan. But it's fun. And that's fun. all I want. I want my multicoloured superheroes to be fun and they delivered. Also, what I find is a bit odd is that there's no proper connection between the rangers and the villains. So yes. it's like, here's all this stuff going on separately, then suddenly great big alien threat. I think that is quite cool. But then again, they didn't have their ranger powers until Evil Mega Man showed up and started ah, and started messing up the forest. And then the champion cubes kind of glowed and they're like, oh, hey, we, we can do these things now. So they got that yes, as a connection. technology, it's a cell phone. <laughs> but no, yeah, I know what you mean. It's not to the same extent as Kamen Rider where you know, the powers of the heroes and villains are directly tied. It's usually like the rangers pop up in response to the villains. Can we talk about the uh, Death Galleon though? Those guys are the best villains in yes. the world. Just because they came here they do, they're pulling a cougar, they're doing what the Grongi did, they're just like, okay, let's cause some chaos, let's kill some humans. But it's a lot more fun to watch oh, yeah. than the Grongi. The bosses just sit around getting drunk in their space station yes. to send out monsters. It's exactly what we would do if we were Sentai villains. Like, no word of lie, we would just be sitting around, like, they've even got a cocktail bar in their ship. They've got that green lady doing all the cocktails. Yeah. Uh, Guinness likes wine. You can tell he's obviously three people in a trench coat standing no, on top of each other. Yeah, it's like three kids trying to get into an R-rated movie. <laughs> <laughs> Three ticket, I mean, one one ticket to see RoboCup, please, Mister. I mean, fellow adult. It's great when he stands up. Like, he doesn't oh, do it very it's often. Such a great presence. But yeah, you can tell he's just. You can tell it's kind of like a, a slightly shaky suit, but it's still because he doesn't stand up very often. You can tell it means something interesting's happening, or he's getting more involved in the plot because most of his time is sat just kind of watching the others goof off. Now the villain designs I just love like Azald. Mm. He is so cool. He's, he's wearing he's wearing a pair of shorts and a wife beater and I love him. He is. He's actually wearing vests. See, I'm more like, hey, there's the cool, you know, humanoid mouth with the whole blocky mm. thing. It's very body horror. But yeah, he is wearing a proper pair of shorts actually, and a tank top. You know what he reminds me of? What? It reminds me of like a uh, like a wrestling leotard, which fits in with his character, especially if you watch the sumo episode, because he's very much a more physical villain. When you compare him to Kubar, who is the uh, stereotypical brainy villain. Ah, yes, true. Ah, see, I love Kubar. He's got that cool strobe effect. He looks so yes. cool. He is so alien. He's got all that weird vertical blue Cylon thing going on there. He's pretty cool. And oh, I, I can't, I can't spoil it for you, but, but um, don't spoil it for me. He gets a little bit more interesting as after or around the um, Gokaija team up episodes. Yay! Okay, so Guinness he drinks wine despite being called Guinness. Is he Irish? <laughs> yeah. So he drinks wine. What the hell does Azal do? Because I know he orders drinks from Naria. Yeah, uh, did he ask for like a... I think he asked for like a cocktail or something yeah. like that. I did not peg him as a cocktail drinker. Well, of course, a guy who wears a gold leotard all the time, of course <laughs> he drinks cocktails. R.I.P. Pizza. Does he ever drink anything or is he just teetotal? 
<laughs> He's the resident killjoy. I don't recall him. I, they're probably all just drunk off their asses. I can totally see myself cosplaying Kuval. He just looks so cool. Look at yes. that suit. It doesn't scream obvious Sentai villain because it's it's a bit generic sci-fi, but it's also cool. It kind of. I mean, it kind of. It looks a bit like a, something you'd see in GoBusters. I'm getting. You see what I mean? Like with the lines. Oh, yeah. I don't know how else to describe it. It's more like a modern take of the Showa series robots. Like, yeah, um, I can who, see who was that. the bloke from Live Man? Oh, um, uh, Professor Bias. No, no, the robot. Who, who had oh, that Live, big, wait, Live Man. Da, 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 da. That big tumor bazooka that made them big. <laughs> oh, the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy, yeah. Who? Oh. What's his name? Oh, yeah, I know the guy you mean. Like, yeah, yeah I keep forgetting he exists. Man, oh, he was cool. It's a bit like that, but then suddenly it's like, okay, let's make him super, really cool and stuff. Let's give him an egghead. Let's give him an egghead. Yeah, it's like you can tell he's obviously the token smart one. Awesome. Naria is good as well. She reminds me of ah, uh, what was her name from Gokaija. She has Ooh. exactly the same job as what's her face from. Go catch as well. Can we? Yeah, let's let's. Sorry, let's do this with the ninja and Zuoji. We're just like, hey, this reminds me of this. Let's do a drinking I mean, game. <laughs> I mean, every time Guinness drinks, <laughs> take a drink. But no, it's because uh, you got a green lady who comes down. Well, who makes the monsters big? Insan, that was her name. Insan. Yeah, we go. Bring up. You can see what I mean, though, right? Oh, definitely. Like green lady who makes the monsters grow. I mean, there's not that much in common, but same shade of green. One looks like a bunch of grapes, and this one looks like a whatever it is she looks like. Similar enough to make me think, oh, looks a bit like mm. what's her face. See, what did take us a while to get used to was the uh, Zuoja suits themselves. Yeah, I mean, it's quite an odd contrast because you just got the black and then the primary mm. color. It's it more like reminded a printed me of t-shirt. a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. And the helmets themselves, they were good. They were fine. Again. It, it was slightly I like, shower. Yeah, I liked how they're different shapes. Like Tusk's helmet is a lot more square than the others. Or like how Yamato's had like the uh, feather kind of ridges going back and stuff like that. It was interesting. Uh, yes, and it still had sort of a similarish yeah, silhouette. Yeah, you could tell they were still part of the same series. They're all related. Which can't really be said much of um, uh, Q-Range. I mean, there are just the colours, but the only real thing uniting them is the belt and the star. They're most I see what you mean. I'd say I disagree with everyone but Black, because Black is so different to the others. Ah, true. Do you think he can fit through doorways? <laughs> not with those shoulder pads. I mean, with the uh, with the basic eye piece of the visor, at least, they've got that in common, but you've got, like, gold with the more kind of rectangular thing going on. Actually, gold reminds me a bit of the... Which is the one from O-Ranger that had the equals sign, like... Pink, Pink was it? Sign? But was basically it? that... Can you imagine trying to see out was of it that? Yellow? No, yeah, it was yellow. He had the I mean, equal sign. If it was a Kanye shade style thing, that would make it. But no, it's like here's a big ass equal sign. Try yeah. and see out of that. Yeah, I, I'm sure the like the yellow bit separating the two uh, black bits. That's where their eyes were. I'm sure of it. That'd be great. They're just driving. I can't see a thing. Well, I mean, that's basically Sutakas in general. Yeah. Anyway, moving on, we're going back to our first love in Tokusatsu. That's what united us. Ah, uh, yes. And uh, so Godzilla. We've yes. all... Shin Godzilla's come out, or Godzilla Resurgence. New Godzilla film, guys, and it's Japanese this time. Ah, uh, see, what's the name of the Evangelion bloke who did it again? Oh, uh, Hideaki Anno. Yes, Anno. See, I like Bravo, what they did Anno. with it. It was a nice... It was a different oh, thing. Man. It was a change. See, this is where I kind of disagree. I am not opposed to changing Godzilla at all. I think it's necessary because dude's been around since the 50s, he needs shaking up a bit, but I think Shin Godzilla is a step too far. Not in terms of his general design. I don't mind I don't mind the giant walking brisket. It's... Oh, you love you love like the big ass predator jaw thing, right? 
Mm, no, I'm not too into that. I mean, I can look past that. It's just everything else about it. And it's like the different form changes. He reminds me too much of Destroyer for my liking. I see where you're coming from. He's the got, tail, though. He's got more in common with Destroyer than previous Godzillas. But the tail was great, though. You've got to agree with that. Um, uh, some I mean, minor spoilers ahead, like with oh, the yeah. ending and what's coming from the tail. Then again, but... you're probably all... When, you're probably all aware of it. When you're talking about too far, though, like, I mean, have you seen the concept art that has a more humanoid oh, Godzilla? Me, oh, you mean like a completely humanoid yeah, Godzilla? Yeah, like completely humanoid, but with the spines and everything. Yeah, it is insane. The art book they released recently has some insane concept art in it, and I am so glad Toho was there to rein Anno in. Imagine, like, if Imagine he... unfettered Anno. <laughs> that would be... But then again, that would be more interesting than doing what George Lucas did, but Anno <laughs> gone wild. Only if the ending to everyone has them all saying congratulations. 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 <laughs> and a penguin running across and... <laughs> I, I'd like, if I could go to a parallel universe, I'd like to see unfettered Anozilla, but not have it be like my standard Godzilla resurgence, you know? You it want like a, a separate I, universe that you could then lock away and scream into a pillar. <laughs> no more from there. <laughs> Anno, get back in your cage. Like I said, I am not opposed to the design in general. When I first saw it, because I, I heard he'd have different forms, I thought that just meant like they'd be going for like Godzilla fresh out of the, uh, you know, straight out of the atom bomb. Uh. Like Brisketzilla that we have would be like him regenerating slowly. That would have been cool. That would have been, been cool, but I, I still like the Muppet baby Godzilla. Uh, no. oh, it's cute. It's cute, but why is it yellow? Maybe he's got serious liver failure. Maybe they don't develop livers until they're old enough. Maybe they all have drinking problems after being born. The younger versions of Godzilla all have that weird fisheye thing going oh, on. Oh, yeah. So at least it's not Minya. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, I hate both designs equally. Oh, but come on, Minya, though. At, at least Manila was done worse. Also, Manila, not Minya. Minya, I, I know, but I'm, I was, I'm sorry. I was raised by the old Showa VHSs. Yes, For me, it's and Minya. that explains so much about you. Hey, I was raised on Showa dubs, and this made me a horrible, horrible person. Pretty much, yeah. But it's... I don't know, I mean, I don't hate it. I mean, I'm going to watch it. I mean, it didn't come out in England, unfortunately. Apparently Japan has forgotten we existed, despite all we did for them during World War One. We gave you tea. Well, we took tea from Asia, and we gave you our tea. Hey, we said we'd give you the Pacific, okay? Yeah. And this is how you repay us, by right. not letting us watch a sci-fi film? We gave you those islands. Come on, man. It's your fault you lost them. <laughs> oh, oh! But it's—I don't know. I mean, I'm going to watch it. And I'm going to be open-minded, and I, I'm fairly certain I'm going to like the film in general because, from what I've heard, it's very scathing in terms of how it views the Japanese government. Like, I've heard there's a scene in it where, like, uh, they're fiffing and faffing about whether or not they can deploy the JSDF because Godzilla doesn't count as an invading foreign army. See, that's what I like. They've gone from yes. the original's concept of his a tribute to the destruction and everything yes. that destroyed Japan in the war, and One... now it's his what's wrong hmm. with the world. One thing I will say in Shin Godzilla's favour is that it's trying to say something and not a lot of Godzilla films, bar the first and the 80s one, and the yeah, 1985 one, tries to say something. And from what I've heard, Shin Godzilla seems to be a very... It seems to have a message of uh, self... Um, self-determination. Like, uh, apparently they have some issue with, like, uh, the American involvement, stuff like that, and... I like that it's trying to say something, and it's not just monster walking around. I don't know, I think Godzilla vs. Mothra had a decent moral. 
Oh yeah, yeah. What I mean is, never have a tail. Small insects will bite it. <laughs> don't try to. Don't try necromancy. A giant moth will tell you off. Actually, that brings me to a point I've been meaning to discuss with you. Godzilla's personality and motives. It may seem a bit off, but bear with me, folks. Kill, I... stomp, eat. Is that not enough? <laughs> no, I, I was reading this. Occasionally po- reproduce. I was reading this post, and it was bringing up like a possible motivation that explains why Godzilla just kind of runs away between after his first uh, interaction with Kiryu, which is that he was just kind of completely horrified by what he was faced with, which was basically another one of him, half dead, wrapped in a robot. That kind That's of thing. That's actually quite a decent response to that. Yes, and was bringing up that his motivation for attacking Japan afterwards was... You monsters, what did you do? What did you do? <laughs> you took Grandpa and you made him a cyborg. That, that, and I, I like that. That's arguably morbid. Yes, and I like that it adds a little bit of depth to Godzilla. And really, this is an annoying thing, because people always talk about, you know, kind of Godzilla's character and stuff like that. Godzilla really doesn't have that much of a character outside what you can infer. Yeah. Like, you can infer a lot, because there are a lot of films... But there isn't much. It's quite separated. Like, mm. see, in Showa, they were sort of connected. Heisei, they were mostly sequels. Millennium, yes. it's their own thing. Yes. Although, then again, this is um, Godzilla against Mechagodzilla and Tokyo SOS. Yes, those, those are the were only great ones. films. Yeah, those are the only ones that have any kind of interconnected continuity, aside from any ties to the first one. Mm. They were definitely great on their own. They were very yes. well written. Had a Except definite for Mechagurus. Mechagurus was bland. We don't talk about that. But then again, there was GMK. Or Godzilla oh. against... Oh, oh no. what is it? Godzilla, Godzilla Mothra, Mothra, King Ghidorah, Giant Monsters All Out attack. attack. Now, that is what I'm talking about when I talk about Japanese titles. Ah, uh, yes, true. Beautiful. Mm. And that is one of the best Showa films. I have my issues with it, like... Uh, GMK was a Showa film? Oh, it feels like a Showa film sometimes, though, but no, oh, yeah, a Millennium film, sorry. One issue I have with it, though, is Ghidorah's necks. They're too short for me. Maybe he was it was a baby. He's got little tiny necks. A little baby bad neck. of Ghidorah, yeah, but... Oh no, it's baby neck. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you know what I mean though, right? I mean, usually in a film with Ghidorah, Ghidorah can at least kind of wrap his uh, necks Give around Godzilla. Give you a great big hug. Yeah, decently. With GMK, it's not that much. No, he was definitely know, very underpowered. Little, little nitpick. Oh, I expected far more. It's like the only film Ghidorah is shorter than Godzilla in, isn't it? Oh yes, it is. Yeah, I like... I like Ghidorah being much bigger than Godzilla. It's it's good. It, it kind of means that Godzilla isn't the only big dog, you know? Oh, definitely. I mean, Ghidorah was great. I liked Showa Ghidorah. He had more of a, a presence. He was this great big space monster that Showa attacked. Ghidorah was objectively more powerful than Godzilla was, though. Oh, yeah. Which is nice. He only really won because of the help of others. Mm. Most of... He was in Godzilla vs. Gigant. Oh, poo, I, I haven't seen it in ages. I can't remember how he beats Ghidorah. Mm, it's been ages. Uh, Anguirus was in that one, though, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, was... ran head first into Gigant's sword blade. The first one to shed blood. <laughs> yes. That was beautiful, though. It's mm. like, okay, here's, he's got jam spilling out of it. <laughs> I mean, as far as Godzilla's character is concerned, the Showa series is the makes the most contributions. I mean, I do like uh, Godzilla's development over that as a character. I mean, it's not the first Godzilla because he dies, but like the Godzilla from uh, Raids Again onwards yeah. has good development. He re- he starts again in Raids Again as being, uh, you know, humanity's you know, bane of humanity. Then after a while, after Mothra, after Rodan, after Angurus, he starts getting a bit softer, a little less crotchety. Well, we don't still talk crotchety. about Son of Godzilla. We do not talk <laughs> about Son of Godzilla. I know the ending to that is nice when he hugs Manila. 
it kind of shows how he has developed over time. He's not so much, he's not evil so much anymore, he is just grumpy. One thing I find, though, with this is, um, ah, you've seen Godzilla's Revenge, right? Or I wish I had Attack. I preferred the Silver version. It's, it's, it's odd because salvageable. I'm hoping that isn't considered, well, ca- obviously it's not considered canon. It's the Akiba Ranger of it, just about being <laughs> yeah, it is Akiba or particularly Ranger. good. Well, the, only, just... the only canon parts are the bits where, Ke- uh, where Kenny is being attacked by those, what are they, robbers? Thieves? Yeah, child endangerment. You never yeah. see that in American kids' films. Home Alone. <laughs> and oh god and yeah Godzilla's kind of a just naff strict no he's a strict Asian father I finally get it yes I think we should all take a moment to appreciate though our lord and saviour the best character in Godzilla Gabara oh yes the big blue ginger bully I mean how can he be evil he's not evil he's got a kitty face Rex you do realise that all cats are evil right oh yeah but I mean, he was great he had all these big hugs and also Godzilla didn't really step in he's, no, no, he's like the Mike Penn of Godzilla. <laughs> Electric hugs. <laughs> oh, ooh, topical. <laughs> He's like Butcher the Bully from Cool Cat Saves the Kids. Like someone who is just so absorbed in their identity of being a bully that it's just all they are. Uh, wait, so are those growls meaning, oh look, I punked him. <laughs> also, wait, he could... Also, wait, Menelik could change size. That, wait, that was canon in Final Wars. Yeah, why did why? they do that? That was terrible. Well, I mean, Manila in Final Wars is the worst part of that movie. I mean, I liked how they did with Baby Godzilla and stuff in Heisei. Well, I mean, Baby Godzilla was gradually growing over time as he absorbed more radiation and Little changed. Baby Godzilla was cute. Uh, wait, Little Godzilla, is that the that first one? Godzilla. Yeah, man, it's a little bit too chibi for my liking, it's but so I'm cute. on board with it. He's got a kitty face. His poster version, which is a lot less cutesy anime, is, I do like it, but it's... Oh yeah, it looks more gun- actually like a Godzilla. Very different to uh, Baby Godzilla in um, Mechagodzilla 2. I like it, but it... Looked doesn't... a bit like post-meth Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> it looked a bit too much like a frog, so yeah, post-meth Lindsay Lohan. Which Does that mean that Godzillas start out as baby Pepe's? Well, Baby Godzilla was never a baby Godzilla. He was a subspecies of Godzilla that was exclusive. Really? You've seen Mechagodzilla 2, right? No, I actually haven't. Really? Oh, they explain it in universe by saying that he's not actually a Godzilla. He's a subspecies, like a, a cousin species, that is exclusively vegetarian, and which is why they feed him... Uh, like le- uh, like a flower, and, but then it, it's interesting because then they feed him like a, a burger when they're moving him from point A to point B, and that it, it's weird. But I don't know. Maybe they meant may, maybe they meant like omnivore or something like that. Yeah, it's interesting. That this is the first time. Is this the first time we've ever seen a Godzilla eat something that isn't radiation? Rodan ate dolphins. Um, oh, that was a, that was actually a cool scene. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I like seeing monsters doing their thing. Oh, you did also see um, uh, Rodan eating... What are, what are the tiny ones called? The... Oh, uh, Meganula, Meganulon. Meganulon, yeah, Meganulon. I don't know how to pronounce it. There, there are two. There's Meganula, Meganulon, and then in Megagurus, there's Megagurus. Meganula are the... Um, or Meganula are the, um, are the winged ones, I think. Yeah. We're one of the two. One of the one two. Of the two. I, I don't... It's been ages since I've seen Rodan. And ages. I, and I don't like... I don't much like watching Meganulon. George Decay was in that. Was he? Yeah, he was. Really? Yeah. Okay, come on, come on, you're joshing me. All right, yeah, bring it up, prove it. George, I mean, I know he is Japanese, but I thought he spent his. I thought he grew up in um, in America. Are you talking about the dub or, or like 
Oh, yeah, no, yeah, it was in the um, English version. Yep. I was... He was a fr- Oh, so he was just in the dub. Yeah, uh, kind of seems a bit on the nose to get a Japanese actor to play a Japanese, um, the voice of a Japanese character. You don't really need to do that. Yeah, I'm surprised it didn't turn to do a horribly racist accent. Oh, man, have you seen you seen uh, the English version of the original Godzilla, right? Yes. In background scenes, they because uh, they, they're not dubbing everything over, it's like a, uh, an American in Japan, so people still speak Japanese. Yeah, I they like They have that. people speaking gibberish in the overdubbed things. Really? Yeah, because they had to um, they had to scrub the audio in some scenes, and none of them knew Japanese, so they just had some voice actors or some some people just talking in <laughs> faux Japanese in the background and hoping that no one would notice. So they're just going ooga booga, ozamada, oh, oh, no yosh, 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 oh, pretty much. Wow, yeah. Oh I mean, my I, god, I love it. It's see, I want to see the Japanese do that and just have people trying fake English. Yes. Cool burger, burger. Oh, I don't know. How the hell do you do fake English? Well, I don't know because we're English. We yeah. don't do fake other languages. Well, there is such thing as fake English. It's American English. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, look, it's uh, George K was in Raids again as well. That's weird. I... He just locked him in a recording studio. George <laughs> Dubbett. Dub all our Japanese things. Dub it, George. Do the monster as well. I know you're fresh out of the internment camp, but do it. Oh, rawr. Oh, rawr. But, um, <laughs> but no, it's, uh, the dubs are very, very hit and miss. Have you ever seen the dub of Raids Again? I haven't. Uh, there's a scene in it where the main character is talking to his girlfriend or fiance, I can't remember which. And, um, I think they're talking about, um, like how they feel about Godzilla. And uh, he said he, he calls her Baka, something like that, which means stupid, idiot, dummy. W- w- p- take your pick. And they, for some reason, they didn't want to include that in the dub, so they used a very out of date, even by fifties standards, slang term, banana oil. Banana oil. Which, yeah, yeah. Banana oil. Banana oil. Were they trying to lip sync it? Yes, they were. They were. That's why they did so, it. Baka. Banana oil. Yes. I Banana oil. Hey, look, dubbing is an art that is beyond me. Banana oil, though. But yes, banana oil. And apparently, even when it came out, that was a, a source of amusement for people because even then it was... I mean, imagine how it sounds to us. That's how it sounded to them. Banana oil. Banana oil. What happened... What do you do with an oiled banana? Maybe you get oil from a banana. Is that how they make smoothies? They get oil banana. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they just juice the oil out of a banana and add it to milk, can't they? I'm gonna I'm gonna get banana oil now and I'll sell it. <laughs> just, I'm a banana oil salesman. Snake oil? No, that's a thing of the past. Bananas where it's at, boy. Banana oil. <laughs> oh man, now, the Godzilla series is. It's got a very interesting timeline to it, and I'd be interested to see what we're calling this new era of Godzilla, kind of, you know, post... Uh, I'm interested in the fact that they, are they definitely going to work on a new era. I hope so. I, I mean, the, Shin the, was more of a one-off. Well, you know how you know how it works, right? Like, after hiatus, they'll bring back the series for, like, a ten or so years, and then send it yeah. back into hibernation. Even if they wait a few years between them, like they did with uh, 84 and Biolante and then the rest of them. I'm hoping... I mean, we've got the anime film that's coming out this year. Ooh. Yeah, I think it has the same writer as Gaim and um, Madoka Majika. I think it does. Oh, great. We're going to get something that just stares. Yeah. (laughs) Some creepy-ass thing that floats or some... We we don't know much about this. We've got, like, a promotional image, but that doesn't have anything to do with Godzilla. 
It's good. It looks like he's got a bunch of like uh, like an expedition on an island or something like that, which I like the idea of. Maybe we're going to have Monster Island. I hope we're going to have Monster Island. That would Island. be so beautiful. I'm all about that Monster Island, boy. Mm, whatever the hell they'll attempt to new series aside, what's your favourite Godzilla film series? Because you've got your Showa, you got your Heisei, you got your Millennium. You've even got your Legendary and your Neo Millennium. Can we call? Can we just call Millennium Neo Heisei? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, oh, is that what it's going to be like after the Emperor abdicates? Yeah, what are we going to call it after the current Emperor abdicates? Obviously Neo Heisei. Yeah, Neo Heisei will take his place from cyberspace. <laughs> and Exide will become <laughs> the mascot. Oh man, it's uh, now uh, my favorite series is probably the Heisei series. I would say Millennium, but Millennium does not have a much of a connecting continuity. So ah, I'm so going to say continuity, you fancy? Yeah, I I like continuity and the direction they took Godzilla in. With Showa, there are a lot of things that I don't like too much about it, like the later Showa suits. Just gets a bit too baggy and cheap for my liking. Yeah, I mean, I know what you mean, because in Heisei they had really nice uh, monster suits, mm. really good quality ones, but to me, Showa was where I was raised. Yeah. I was uh, born into Showa, aside from watching Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah, which was actually kind of good, I do like yes. that. But Showa was my thing, I love it, I love the campness, the cheesiness, mm. I love the fact that in the dubs, well, the dubs make it better because it's just so just cheesy. added layer funny. of cheese to laugh at. Yeah, yeah you've got to Don't get me wrong, I do, I do like Showa. Don't get me wrong. But I'm, you're not I'm used to it, man. I showed you Godzilla vs. Megalon. Oh, there was a man. scene with Jet Jaguar going downstairs, <laughs> and you laughed your bottom off. It's, it's not so much that it was show. It's just you've got a super-sized changing robot, and he's doing something. They show him doing something as mundane as just walking down a flight of stairs. They, they could have cut that scene out. It was just it just tickled me, okay? It just tickled me. Like the victory pose he also did with Godzilla. Yes, oh, that was... I mean, you've got to have some self-awareness, and then, you know, it was also pretty much done in Zone Fighter as well. Yeah, I mean, come on, come on, man. I, I love me some Jet Jaguar. I mean, in the comics, he is great. Like No one hates Jet Jaguar. Yeah, no one hates Jet Jaguar. You can't hate him. Like, he shrinks down in the comics and pilots Mechagodzilla. Really? Yeah. Yo, dog, I heard you like a robot, so put a robot in your robot. Roboception. Yeah. We're now completely obsolete. Breaking out the old memes. See, I wonder how they do, if they try to bring back Jet Jaguar, like, reimagine him. Oh, I don't think they could. I mean... I mean, it's not something you'd do in Japan because it's it's more of a concept of ex- existentialism. Yeah. It's like um, Ex Machina, that American film. Or is it? I don't know. Just, it's a bit like Ex Machina in the sense that it has to explore yeah. what consciousness is. Yeah. Oh, oh, is that the one with uh, Scarlett Johansson? Oh, no, it's it's not Scarlett Johansson. It's um, it looks a bit Alicia like Vikander. It. It's, it's, the, uh, it's, the ro- it's the robot one, right? Yeah. Where the guy comes in and he's all like, I want you to test my robot out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, she's she's a poor man's Scarlett Johansson, but it was quite a small budget was... film. It was barely advertised as well. It's... It was a really good film, though. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's weird. It, it is good. You don't get films that make you think, you know, doing well in Hollywood, even though it was such a good film. Mm. Anyway, this ain't talk that, so let's get back on topic, matey. Yes, let's get back to um, sexy robots, to men in skimpy, well, semi-skimpy, sexy rubber costumes oh, having boy. fireworks thrown at them. I mean, how much, How many do you think have died in costume? Because what were you telling me Too about many. the suit actor who uh, played Hedora? Oh, yeah, apparently he had something like appendicitis, and because the Hedora suit took so long to get off, they had to, like, take it off part of the way and then perform, perform surgery on him inside the suit, and uh, I think it's Haro Nakajima, don't quote me on that one, I think it's Nakajima. It's not uh, like we have a computer in front of us. <laughs> but no, uh, and he also apparently discovered that day that painkillers don't work on him, 
Whoopsie. This adds a whole new level to, you know, the last scenes in Versus Hedora, where yes. he's just ripping bits out of him. <laughs> That's like, holy Appendix. crap. Are they basing that on what the surgeon did? Don't need that, don't need that, don't need that. Oh, hey, he's still in pain. Uh, oh, go to the old Unit 731. Yeah, it's... Yeah, being a suit actor is something... It's like being a submarine... Um, yeah, a member of a crew on a submarine. You kind of have to be a little bit mentally ill to do it. And with know? a slightly less sodomy. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, yeah. I kind of have to be a little bit crazy to do it. Yeah. I mean, imagine being locked in a rubber suit for however long. You know, vision, minimal, air, none. I think people actually... No, rich people pay to do that. <laughs> what we should do is just get all like the rich people into... Uh, anyway, this will later be discussed in latex power armor. <laughs> oh, God. Oh man! Why is this, yeah, we should just say we should just have another separate podcast where we just Disc- talk discuss all the, the stuff. The seediness of wearing tight suits. That will be the filth. No, this is Toku. This is the Spandex Power Armor <laughs> podcast, and we have integrity. We will definitely not <laughs> get the way of filth. What's that? Mm. It's a good but, thing we're not doing this over beer. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's uh, yeah, you kind of have to be a bit unhinged for it. I mean, didn't they didn't they only include like an oxygen pipe in the tail in like Godzilla two thousand or something like yeah. that? Yeah, and even then, the guy in uh, play Godzilla in Final Wars, he nearly drowned yeah. during a water scene. Oh yeah, same with um, Razor Gain, I think. And they actually had to stitch the suit actor into the King Kong suit in King Kong vs Godzilla. That wow. would be my nightmare. I'm not I'm not very claustrophobic, but. Yeah, you know, I like to be able to get out of something, you know? I am one with Harambe, and Harambe is with me. That's one what they'll Harambe, say Harambe in the new King Kong vs. Godzilla. they got to do it with suits. <laughs> Actually, what do you think of the new Kong film that's coming out? I'm looking forward to it. Yes, yeah, same it's here. It's a definite... You can tell the building up to King Kong vs. Godzilla, mm. because I would love to see a proper Kong vs. Godzilla film as long as it's not done like Godzilla 2014, because I don't want stuff happening in the... I don't want yeah. to see the adventures of Butch McMarineface doing his thing. I want to see the monsters fighting not in the yes. background, but in the foreground. I mean, Godzilla could basically be retitled to uh, Where's My Wife, featuring Godzilla. Yeah, that's the main problem with it. Mm. Yeah, after watching um, Rogue One, it is apparent to me that Gareth Edwards is not an actor's director. He can do good action. The action in Godzilla is great. The C- yeah, the CG action things between the monsters, I love it. There's some definite weight behind them. There's no weight behind the characters, though. Still, you don't really need to care about characters when it's big monsters I fighting like to well, care for about an the American characters. audience. Um, <laughs> see, okay, okay, imagine this. Michael Bay's Godzilla. I'd, I'd rather not, thank Michael you. Ba- Michael Bay's Ultraman. Oh, thanks. He's already taken Transformers from me. I won't let him take anything else. <laughs> oh, uh, you know you'd love it. He just needs some scantily clad women, lots of explosions. We already have that in Taku, though, don't we? We need more. We, well, we don't need the weird Japanese stuff. We need to make, we need to Americanize it. There's like people with patriotic I mean, like, bras. You mean like, you mean like that um, American Akira film they keep trying to make? Oh yes, that. Man, oh, they've been trying to make that. that for like ten years or something. Yeah. That being said, they've been trying to make American Ghost in the Shell for ages, and that's finally coming out. Mm. Tetsu has been kidnapped. He's been kept in a secret facility. And the prom's tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and as I, and as we rode our bikes safely under the speed limit into the sunset, I had a feeling that everything was going to be all right. <laughs> Oh, beautiful. Yeah. 
See, we need more practical effects in things. Like, Rex, you've seen uh, Pacific Rim, right? I've seen bits. Oh, are we talking about that we're, really cool stop-motion yeah. segment of him punching through a building and stopping at a no, desk? No, man. We're talking about that, the uh, the set they built. You know when they're in the Jaeger's head? Oh, yes. That's all a set. That is beautiful. It is wonderful. I expected some to be CGI. I mean, they, they augment it with CGI, but the set rises and falls. Oh, my yes. God. Apparently, it was a nightmare to work in. And apparently, uh, Rinko Kikuchi, the actress who plays uh, Mako Mori, told everyone to man up and be professionals and just deal with it. That's it. I, I love her. See, I want to see Del Toro do more things. I mean, Pacific mm. Rim 2 does look interesting. I I, I want me some Pacific Rim 2. Uh, John Boyega is playing... Oh, what's he got? Some... Stacker, Stacker Pentecost. I love the names of it. Like, they've got the, the Shatter Dome, where oh. all the Jaegers are stored. Oh, that is cool. Yeah, I mean, Stacker Pentecost. That is a cool name. Imagine if uh, Del Toro did uh, an Evangelion film. I think he, I think he, I think he likes Ava. Actually, I think he's a fan of it. Wow! I know there are some celebrities who are like um, Robin Williams was a big fan of NGE, and he was in a he was in a film where uh, like a kid shows him like a toy from it, and he pronounces it wrong on purpose. It, it's it's funny. He just does it to arouse the weaves. Oh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, eh? It, it's, Is that not how it's pronounced? Evangelion. Evangelion. No, but Evangel like as in like. Evangelical evangelists, um, as in the preachers who wear white suits and say "Hallelujah, <laughs> God is reborn again." Please give me money. Get in the robot, Shinji. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Get in the robot. I will make Ray do it again. I say, testify. <laughs> <laughs> we should do that now. We should do. Um, we should do small country fundamentalist <laughs> Evangelion. <laughs> oh. uh, Book of Genesis Evangelion. Yes, thank you. <laughs> But no, I'm fairly certain he likes Ava. There, there are a bunch of them, weirdly enough, who do. Like, um, apparently Robin Williams owned, like, a couple of DVDs from Full Metal Alchemist, but hadn't watched it. Like, he mentioned it in a, uh, in a Reddit AMA. Like, someone asked, uh, you know, do you like other anime, like Full Metal Alchemist? And he said, well, I have the DVDs, but I haven't seen it yet. It, it, it's nice to That's see. That's endearing. Yeah. I, I like... Rest in peace, Robin Williams. We miss you. We miss you, you big clown. Yeah. Except for Patch Adams. I hated that film. Oh, did you like Hook? Hook. Oh yeah, who doesn't like Hook? Bad people with no soul. Yeah. Dustin Hoffman was a weird choice for Captain Hook. Ah uh, yes. Oh he was Dustin Hoffman. I yeah. was thinking of the um, of some other Peter Pan adaptation when they got Jason Isaacson. He was a sexy hook. Yeah, that was the uh, like the 2003 one. Yeah. Yeah. It was a nice one. It was mm. it was good. It was interesting. I wasn't too fond of it, but it looked good. I think we've gone on a bit of a tangent. This is another Peter Pan podcast. <laughs> that will be coming up with the next one. It's uh, along with the Michael Jackson biop. Oh, you. Oh, me. Anyway, it seems uh, we've decided to end on a massive tangent. And uh, we've discussed uh, the things we uh, mostly hate, but also some things we love. Is oh, mostly right? what I hate. Mostly what you hate. We could and have, that's a lot. We could have five hours of you ripping on yeah. X-Aid. We could have like our own uh, like sub-show of <laughs> just me going full Alex Jones and Come ranting and on everything hate. Yeah, we should do that at some point. We're not even halfway through x And I, there's plenty more for me to hate. More bile <laughs> and rage to come later. Oh boy, I'm going to get an ulcer. But you have listened to the Spandex Power Armor podcast. And we'd also like to give out massive shout-outs to Ferris Arts. He made our wonderful avatars. Digital Arena for our artwork and graphic design. And also to RJ Foe for our lovely theme music. And so this is Rex signing off. Stay fabulous. Any closing words, Carmen Ranger? Keep on riding. <laughs>